This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Are you a moose or a mouse? Are you tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress with your career in entertainment and the arts? Well, this is the podcast that will change your life. Each week, we'll share strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. Hi, I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More Better Faster. Welcome back to another episode. You know, the other day I was scrolling through my Facebook feed and I saw this. It was a fun post. It was a bunch of people from Canada and Alaska really just sharing their experiences and photos and and stories about their encounters with uh, moose or mooses. It's not meese, right? It's moose. Anyway, um, you know, and I got to thinking about the way these creatures live in the world. and, um, uh, And I thought it was sort of an apt so I have to ask you, are you a moose or a mouse? Are you being a moose or a mouse? You know, the size of these creatures, these moose, is it's really stunning. I mean, this is a, a big, big animal, seven feet tall at the shoulder. And then you add the head and the antlers. And, and we're talking about something that is 10 or 11 feet tall. A fully grown adult male moose could be that big. And in fact, one of the things they were talking about is that um, – the perception that moose, uh, their eyes don't reflect light back because um, people are hitting them with their cars in, in the dark and they just don't never see the moose they hit. Um, and, uh, you know, it kills the occupants of the car and it, and it, uh, the moose is a little sore afterwards, <laughs> that kind of thing. But w- what it turns out is that the moose is just so tall that the headlights are aimed down at the road and so the, the headlights never really hit the moose's eyes or face. So you never really get to see that reflection back. Just a little interesting side note. Anyway, the thing about these animals is that they move silently. And and then when they're after some, they crash through that forest. But most of the time they're very quiet until they show up in your, in your zone, in your space. And once you know they're there, you really know that they're there. It's a fearsome kind of an animal. Um, beautiful. Uh, in in the way most things in nature have a, an inherent beauty and magnificence and grace, um, but a, a moose is an animal that is worthy of of really tremendous respect. And so I thought of how this relates to how you operate in your career or your business, and um, and it occurred to me that you know most people, especially creatives, interestingly, uh, come at things sort of like a mouse in a very sort of small way. Um, and they, uh, you know, there's, let's look at a mouse. A mouse is a small little animal that sometimes scares people when it comes in, but it's because of the way they are, you know, they creep around. They're sort of insidious. And the stereotypes is that they're dirty and they carry disease. And yeah, sometimes they're cute, you know, in their way, Um, but they're scavengers and they live off of scraps and, and they, they form these little nests and, you know, so how does your market view you and your business? Does it see you as a moose or, uh, or as a mouse? Does it even see you at all? 
you know, when the mouse, most of the way the mouse operates, it goes unseen, unnoticed and, and un, therefore unrespected and, and so on. So how does your market tend to view you? How do you think your market is viewed? But more importantly, how do you view your career or yourself in your career or business role? Because your market really follows your lead. How you envision your business is how your market is likely to perceive it as well. The market certainly is more likely to follow your self-perception, your vision of your, of your business than thinking bigger than you, right? So let's look at some examples of, of the moose, <laughs> the moose methodology, I guess. You could say. Um, how about Jeff Bezos and Amazon? I mean, this started out as a, a bookstore mail order delivery of books, right? And he was operating out of a garage, but it didn't stay that way for long, right? Now, less than 20 years later, you know, it's everything from A to Z. It's, it's a giant company. He's one of the richest men in the world running this company. It's a giant company, everything from A to Z covered under their, under their roof. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit. I mean, their logo reflects that, right? Their logo is a very bold statement. It's it's the smiley face, which is supposed to reflect the the customer experience. But if you look at it, it's an arrow. The smile part is an arrow that goes from the letter A in the word Amazon to the letter Z. And they're really conveying everything they want to do. And it is a behemoth company now. As I said, once this company comes in, you know it's there, right? If you are in a business that is now um, handled, that is now also available under Amazon's roof, uh, you're feeling it. You're aware that they're there, right? And and the customers are certainly aware as well. Another example: Elon Musk, right? The founder of Tesla and uh, SpaceX and the Boring Company, and and um, he never does things in a small way, except when it's really strategic for him to do so. You know, flying under the radar until he's ready, until the business is ready to be public. But then it goes big. It goes into moose mode, right? Um, Donald Trump. Now, whether you love him or hate him, and is there really anybody in between? That's going to come to a point I talk about later. There is no question that this man is more moose than mouse, right? I mean, there may be people who think he's, he's you know, a mouse that thinks he's a moose or something like that, you know, and, and vice versa. But... Um, uh, you know, there's definitely no question that he walks into a room and uh, or into a, a a marketplace or whatever, and everybody knows he's there, and he's making his uh, his splash. I guess you could say. Pick any celebrity or star and ask that. Um, even if even if inwardly someone feels a little bit like a mouse, the celebrities they have teams of people who help them stay in moose mode when it matters. Oh, the dog is going crazy in the background. She's in moose mode too, I guess, yeah, making her presence known. Anyway, pick a celebrity or star and think about this. Um, when they walk into a room, when they attend a, uh, a red carpet event, whatever they're doing, they're dressed to the nines, they're made up, they're looking great, they carry themselves in a poised, powerful way, they're in moose mode, Right. Um, so let's talk about some strategies for adopting your moose mode, because uh, I think, you know, you have to start with the vision and I've say this a lot. Vision matters. Ask yourself what really, what you really want, and then craft a clear, vivid vision of yourself. Having that outcome, really paint the picture, make it larger than life moose mode. What is What is your moose mode? And I'll tell you about how to get my vision worksheet 
I'll tell you now, it's yourvisionworksheet.com. You can get a, a free crafting your vision worksheet. It starts with vision, and I recommend that. So craft your vision, and then be that person, the person you see in your vision now. This is, I'm not saying fake it till you make it. I'm saying be it because the success is inevitable. This is coming from uh, uh, a... Uh, uh, a thought leader that I follow, a fellow named Jim Fortin, who talks about the be, do, have um, modality, I guess you could say, of achievement. Um, most of us spend our time saying, oh, when I have this, I'll do the things that I will do so that I can be the person that I dream of being. Well, he says, turn it around. Be that person, do the things that that person does, and the things that the, the, and you'll have the things that come with it. So view your success as inevitable and be that person who has that success in hand. And you'll be surprised at how quickly it comes to pass. Surround yourself with those people who support your vision. Remember the celebrities have their entourage, their team, their publicist, their agent, their manager, the, the people who help prop them up and build them into that moose mode. I'm not saying you need yes men, women, but you need those around you who will help you to achieve the truth tellers, but they need to see the truth of your vision as well as the truth of what's going on in the current moment. John Wooden said, whatever you do in life, surround yourself with smart people who will argue with you. And I think that's a brilliant quote. So find people who will argue with you, but with the intention of pushing you up the hill, getting you into that moose mode, success mode, and helping you achieve your, your vision. Now own your vision, really walk into the room like a moose, you know, walk into wherever you go, be noticeable, noticeable for your strength, your confidence, integrity, commitment. I'm not talking about being noticed because you're brash or braggadocious or because you've got a lot of chutzpah. You're being a moose, not an ass, right? But take a stand for something, you know, be controversial, I'm not talking about being controversial because of the brashness or braggadocio or chutzpah or, or because of bad behavior. I'm saying be controversial because of thoughts and the impression you make on people. You know, safe is also boring. Neutrality isn't really respected. I mean, do we have a lot of respect for <laughs> Switzerland is going to be the victim of this uh, for the Swiss because they're neutral, uh, you know, I mean, we certainly know that they were neutral through the wars and things like that, but, um, you know, that neutrality doesn't generate a tremendous amount of respect unless you're a judge, then being neutral is the whole point. And, and that neutrality actually is the, is the thing that makes them stand out, right? Okay. So would you rather be tame or wild? The fact is risks are rewarded. Not always, but they get rewards. Not taking any risk, no rewards. So yes, look, when you are controversial, when you take a stand and you and you and you uh, polarize your audience, yeah, you'll have fewer folks who like you. You know, in quotes, air quotes. And you'll have some who dislike or even who hate you. But they're really not who matters. You'll have a good number of folks who love you. You'll have stark raving fans. And, uh, you know, if you ever heard of Kevin Kelly's principle of 1000 true fans, he basically says, look, a thousand customers, and that can be clients or, or fans who follow you, whatever, is a whole lot more feasible to aim for than a million fans, right? Customers more important than fans. Millions of paying fans isn't a realistic goal. 
it's do you know, but a thousand fans is doable. You might even be able to remember a thousand people's names and have a meaningful engagement and contact with those people. If you added a new true fan every day, it'd only take you a couple of years to get to a thousand, right? I mean, you've already got some, right? So there you go. So polarize and profit from it. it look, if you're going to take action, be bold. Sure, plan out your action, but don't get bogged down in the planning. Don't get hung up on the, all the what if this happens and, and uh, you know, planning for every little contingency. Go ahead and do something. Think of it as experimentation. You do it, you evaluate the outcome, you adjust the approach, and then you repeat and you do it again or you do the next thing, whatever. Sitting and waiting for that right moment isn't going to work. It's never going to arrive. There's always going to be something that makes it not the right moment. So instead, seizing a moment and taking the right action works. It gets you progress, momentum. So seize the moment, take some action. Daring to be authentic and real also, it attracts the right kind of people. And fake, by contrast, repels, right? So I want you to decide right now, ask yourself, am I going to be a moose or a mouse? And look, if you really are sort of comfortable in your comfort zone and and you want to stay small because it's great and you can have a close personal interaction with your people and and you know you've got a you're comfortable where you are. I mean, I don't know why you're listening to a show called More Better Faster, but I say uh, you know, that's fine. Stay there if that's what's comfortable. But if you're gonna be if you're gonna be serious about progress and achievement, then I think being a moose is the right answer. And then decide whether you're going to be that moose and then go out and own your corner of the forest. Now, I mentioned earlier I have a a free vision worksheet that you can get by visiting yourvisionworksheet.com. This will help you just sort of craft. It gets us started on this visioning process. It's it's a you know page or two long, and it, and, it, and I think you'll you'll get a lot out of it if you haven't already. And um, if you are thinking about being a moose with whatever it is you do, and you're thinking about making it a, a, making it an online thing, taking it online, I would be very pleased to to consult with you about how to go about doing that and uh, some strategies and, and sort of get you thinking about some of the things that need to be thought about. So I'm, I'm offering uh, these take it online consultations. If you want to head over to firemark.com slash take it online, I'd be very happy and delighted, in fact, to uh, work with you on uh, taking some steps in the right direction to take your thing online. I don't care what it is you do. There's a way to take your knowledge, your information, your art, your creativity, your talent, and your vision online. And I'd love to be uh, able to help you with that. So that's it for this episode of More, Better, Faster. I'm Gordon Firemark, and I would love to help you out. And come back again next time for the next episode of More Better Faster. 